When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Conspiracy, the show, with your hosts, Adam Todd Brown and Connor McSpadden. Hey everybody, welcome to Conspiracy, the show. I'm Adam Todd Brown. I'm Connor McSpadden. We're your goddamn hosts. How's it going, man? It's been good. It's been about uh, 10 minutes since the last been, episode. It's I've, been uh, a long time. This, I am operating under the influence of MK Ultra. Uh, yeah, yeah. I actually, I saw a... Uh, Phony! I lo- yep. Oh, f- uh, <laughs> wait, wow. I left my gun in the car, and I, I, I did street parking, so I'll kill you next week. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah, dude, yeah. I, I, dude, we are both the two people that would be assassinated because of our podcast. It wouldn't be like Marin or like a big guy. It'd be some, some with a small, dedicated following. I'm just, I've gotten so good at connecting dots. I could see myself getting you're get, like, murdered. If you really, because you, you, the, the, the whole thing is, is like, you're not a journalist per se. You, you do like a journalism and you investigate things and make connections or whatever. Right. But it's all, it's all for the greater purpose of entertainment. Right. If you were just a guy who was out there like, like, oh yeah, no, for, for real, uh, I'm not fucking around. Ace of Base is an agent of Nazi fucking ideology. Then I think, I think you could probably get at least like popped, you know, at yeah. the Hollywood Hotel. Yeah, what was I mean, that live show? Go ahead and plug that. <laughs> I mean, I wrote that Ace of Base article about them being Nazis. Yeah, so it, it's it's out there. But if you if you put that on like HuffPo or something instead of Cracked, I feel like you could you'd get assassinated. Yeah, maybe I should I mean, approach Rolling Stone about it. Yeah, I think that would get us a lot of good press. Yeah, it'd be like a rapper where this everything would blow up after the first shooting. Yeah, yeah, it's not. I don't consider myself a journalist. I feel like what I do is take. Uh, you synthesize other things. journalists' work and look at it like like a conspiracy board almost. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. The story goes here, and then there's you, a fucking you, piece you, of you yarn, thumbtack, and strings. A, you know, yeah. And then, and I mean, and then we, these podcasts happen. We got a guy to jerk off on a picture of our roommate just as a goof. So I could, wow. I could probably, I could probably take down a very low level government. I think if I really mobilize the Mean Boys listeners. Yeah, we should try to program someone. We should that would be fun. Try to Manchurian on Patreon. We'll just we'll just hook up like TCDS like electrodes to Chet Wild and see if we can get him to be racist or something. Like we'll just oh that wouldn't be hard. Nope. No. <laughs> he's from upstate New York. Yeah, that's true. He's born with it. Probably I'll, I'll just give him a croquet mallet and then it just <laughs> it, the slurs will fly. <laughs> so what are we talking about today? The moon landing. I really resent moon landing conspiracies because mankind has done like two cool things. It's like music and go to the moon as a species. Everything else is very, there's a lot of gray areas and genocide and slavery, but it's like we did some, we, we have some cool songs and paintings and, and we went to the moon and those are pretty cool things. So it's like one of the only things on our resume I think is pretty universally neat. Yeah. one Even of if the- we did do it because of a nationalistic fucking, you know, pissing contest it's still a cool thing we did right there's two versions of moon landing conspiracies and we're covering my least favorite version today which is that the moon landing was faked 
Yeah. Because I'm with you. I need the moon landing to have happened, but not really for the same reason. Yes, it's cool. But I like the theory that we went up there and saw that was what was there. And we were like, oh, we can't come back here anymore. Oh, really? We did that with uh, by the because we I did what seven? I think we did four manned missions, maybe four manned missions. Yeah. And we eventually just stopped and never went back. There's also just not, I mean, it's like there's shit up there, but there's not, it's not like there's like jungles and waterfall. It's like different kinds of rocks and different rock formations that mean different things, you know? Either that or the civilization is just inside the moon. And we found that. Oh, you think that there was life on the moon? I I don't, I I don't think, I just, of the two theories, I want that one to be true. I would want that. I would love for them to have seen a 2001 monolith and shit their pants. Yeah, I I want that we went there and saw scary shit and were too spooked to go back. Way more than that we faked it. But that we faked it is a compelling uh, conspiracy also. It's got a lot of, uh, got a lot of, got a lot of people, got a lot of believers. Yeah. We should. We'll follow this up by doing one about the theories about what happened when we got to the moon. Because they did hear some spooky shit during yeah, the Apollo missions. There's, there's some that spooky re- UFOs and stuff. Recording of Neil Armstrong, I think it is, saying that he hears music. Yeah. When they were passing the dark side of the moon. Yeah. And that's strange. That is odd. Uh, Neil Armstrong, if you look at a picture of him, he really is just like the most American-looking boy. You're just like, oh, oh, yeah, for sure. If you're putting a dude in another world, you got this is the fucking captain of the football team that also did theater, that would also that dated the same girl and took her out for milkshakes every weekend. Like he's just like a good, like a fucking good old classic-looking man. Yeah, he was the right right person to put up there. Him and Buzz Aldrin both. I like Buzz Aldrin, man. He just punches he's, people in the face and shit. Yeah, we're going to talk about that at the end of this. I love that dude. Well, he's got he's he wants to do the Aldrin cycler. I'm kind of, I used to be kind of a space space news guy. What is the Aldrin cycler? It's interesting. It's going to orbit the moon and it's a docking station and what happens is a <laughs> docking. Yeah, it's a foreskin. It's a cybernetic <laughs> foreskin that rockets attached to it. It orbits the moon. You go up and you 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 dock up with it and then you use the momentum created by the orbit to help you launch towards Mars uh, to do a manned mission to Mars. And that's his idea. And he's been pitching this since, like, the 80s, you know, but everyone... Interesting. Yeah. Well, go up there and do it, Buzz. But we got busy doing cocaine and giving tax breaks to millionaires. Yeah. I mean, that happens. Yeah. That stuff was all important, too. That's how we got our president. Just part of human history, dude. So let's go through the official story of the moon landing quick, in case any of you haven't seen (laughs) In case if you guys guys have missed it. (laughs) In... October 1957, after the Soviet Union launched the first artificial satellite, Sputnik 1, into orbit, the space race was on. Less than four years later, in April 1961, the Soviet Union also sent the first human, Yuri Gagarin, into space. The following month, President John F. Kennedy declared to Congress, This nation should commit itself to achieving the goal, before this decade is out, of landing a man on the moon and returning him safely to the Earth. So we did it! On July 16th, 1969, at 9.32 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time. 69. We banged the moon. (laughs) Nice. Dude. 69. Space flight Apollo 11 was launched from Kennedy Space Center in Merritt Island, Florida. The Apollo spacecraft had three parts, a command module named Columbia, also the name of my grade school. Also named, uh, it was actually named after Jeb Bush's wife. A lot of people don't know that. What? I think his wife's name is like Columba. Really? I think it's like Columba Bush. 
And I'm supposed to believe these motherfuckers weren't deeply ingrained in the CIA and every fucking <laughs> thing that happened in the 60s had their name on it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, a command module named Columbia with a cabin to carry three ast- astronauts to and from lunar orbit, a service module and a lunar module named Eagle, which had two <laughs> stages. That was a red-tailed hawk. A lower stage <laughs> for landing on the moon and an upper stage to place the astronauts back into lunar orbit. They had a big stage and a small stage where they let us uh, do a door deal for the podcast show. <laughs> <laughs> the three astronauts aboard Apollo 11 were mission commander Neil Armstrong Command module pilot Michael Collins and lunar module pilot Buzz Aldrin. On July 20th, 1969, (laughs) at 2018, Armstrong and Aldrin landed the lunar module Eagle on the moon. About six hours later, Armstrong became the first human to step onto the moon's surface, and Aldrin joined him about 20 minutes later. Fuck! you, Michael Collins. Hey, Michael, wait in the car. We're going to go yeah. fuck these broads. Go pick us up a pack of gummy bears and Gatorades. we got to replenish our fluids. God, that would suck. They couldn't have just like driven for a minute and let him go down and check out yeah. the moon? I don't think it would have logistically worked because they had to like he had to be up there in the yeah. to, to redock their shit. That sucks. During this time, Collins piloted the command module Columbia in orbit around the moon. Armstrong and Aldrin eventually used Eagle's upper stage to join Collins in the command module to return back to Earth, leaving the service module and the lunar module behind in space. They landed in the Pacific Ocean on July 24th. After that historic achievement, the United States sent an additional five manned landings to the moon, the last in 1972, for a total of 12 men who have walked on the moon's surface. I I got into a big fight with a girl one time because she was like, I hate the moon landing. And I was like, what? She's like, well, they just like they they just left litter on the moon, and that's just what people do is we just pollute things. And I was like, there's no <laughs> ecosystem of life. We left a piece yeah. of we metal left a flag off a of, off a of, on a big pile of, and also the size of the all of five modules in relation to the moon is a- astronomically right. insignificant. They're probably all covered with moon dust by now. Well, yeah, and she's like, well, you don't have to like yell at me and be an asshole, and I was just like, I'm sorry, that was just a profoundly stupid (laughs) fucking thing to say. Have you ever used one of those Samsung VR headset things? No. They have a setting, it's really cool, if you watch a movie through it, it looks like you're watching it on a movie screen, Okay, like at the theater, but you can also adjust the settings uh, to make the, the room look different. Oh, so they have a moon setting. I turn on the black movie theater setting, and then people heckle the moon. <laughs> exactly. Don't go in there! <laughs> but if you change it to the moon setting, you're looking at a uh, a movie screen that looks like it's set up on the moon. And if you look around, there's like lunar modules. What? And uh, the creepiest thing about it is every time you look to your left, there's an empty chair. And whenever I'd watch a horror movie, I was always like, I'm going to look over and there's going to be something in that fucking chair. And there never was. But how great would that have been? Oh, if they just, just like, one time. Oh, we noticed you're watching Saw. <laughs> so we put a gray in the chair. Yeah, that would have been great. And I feel like that's what it must be working toward because that empty chair has to be for something. Yeah. And it's maybe like watch movies with friends who are in other parts of oh, the country. Oh, and you got your little avatar guy that you yeah. load up. So he's in the chair and you look over and he's laughing or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> fucking jerking off. <laughs> so, yeah, that's the official explanation uh, for the moon landing. Everyone knows that. We went to the fucking moon, and we went a few times, and then we stopped going, and here we are. But in 1976, Bill Casing 
self-published a book called We Never Went to the Moon, America's $30 billion swindle. Love that word, swindle. It's a, well, it was like, that was right around the time of the Sex Pistols. The great rock and roll swindle. Yeah. yeah. I bet I bet that was what he was kind of playing on. I haven't seen that movie. I've heard it described to me by Keith Carey. and it's he gets trash. They just go like party with Nazis in South America or something. And yeah, like, it's, it's a garbage movie. And isn't it just the two Sex Pistols nobody likes? Isn't it just Paul Cook and like uh, Glenn Matlock or something? Yeah, I think so. Because I think the band was in such a shambles by then. Yeah, I don't remember much of Johnny Rotten or Sid Vicious in it. I just remember it being a terrible fucking movie. <sighs> yeah, anyway. I, I'm not a fan of the Sex Pistols. I mean, I like some of their songs, but I think they're, I mean, they're the Spice Girls of the fucking of 70s. punk rock. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I do. I, I'm much bigger fan of Public Image Limited. Yeah, Public Image Limited was a cool band. Um, so yeah. Bill Casing, despite having no knowledge of rockets, Casing worked as a senior. Tech- you know nothing of rockets, Casing. How dare you? He worked as a senior te- senior technical writer at Rocketdyne, the company that built the, <laughs> the engines used on Saturn V. The most made up sounding company ever. <laughs> the rocket used to launch the Apollo missions. So that's interesting. The guy that worked for the company that built the engines that we alleged took us to the moon is here to tell us that we didn't actually go to the moon. This seems like a guy who's just like, I'm a copywriter for the rocket company, <laughs> and I don't like working at the rocket company, so I'll use that, like, whatever, like, ancillary legitimacy that lends me to make this book and just retire off of that money with my controversial title my lit agent has cooked up for me. I promise you he didn't retire off this book. Oh, really? Was it not <laughs> a big no one? way. Some of these conspiracy books catch on, man. Yeah, I suppose. I don't know if this was the one, though. But you could do that if you ever like strapped for cash. You could, you know, Ace of Base, how they radicalized a nation. I should. I should throw up a 150 page Ace of Base book on Amazon. I could do it in a night. <laughs> Adam started smoking again, and well, he's published five, <laughs> five treatises on the nature of pop music and Nazis. <laughs> in his book, Bill Casing claimed that the moon landing photos contained several anomalies and that it would have been easier for NASA to fake the moon landing than to really go there. Well, yeah, obviously. Yeah. That's almost always easier to fake it. Uh, Except for orgasms. The only thing that's harder right. to fake than it is to... Yeah. Casing believed that it was statistically improbable for NASA to pull off six successful manned missions, considering the number of elaborate steps that would need to be flawlessly pulled off within a very precise time frame for each mission. This guy was racist. He saw his hidden figures, and he didn't believe that black people could do the math <laughs> to get them up there. Speaking to that point, though, that the to, to pull the those missions off in that amount of time, we were bad at getting space shuttles to the moon without them blowing up. I mean, only like two blew up, but yeah, or to to the uh, to the you know to the or space just station. to yeah the space station. Yeah, well, I mean, what it was is like you see pictures of it. You just see. A room full of exhausted dudes in short sleeve shirts and ties with like crew cuts, just all chain smoking and looking stressed as fuck. Yeah, basically. Yeah, it's. I'm always surprised more people didn't die in NASA missions. Yeah, but I mean, it's like uh, I do. Uh, again, one of the cool things that uh, the fucking American government has ever done is NASA. <laughs> yeah. That's so I mean, true. I it's I, I do have a great amount of uh, respect and appreciation for those people. So I is that's that to me is not a. Uh, a deal breaker or a right. point of contention in my mind. In the book's initial publication, Casing theorized that the astronauts were filmed entering the Apollo spacecraft 
but then secretly disembarked. The spacecraft launches without them. Oh, they had a trap door. Yeah, and the astronauts are flown to Nevada, where they film the fake landings and otherwise wander around Vegas. In a they late- were not letting them out to go play blackjack. <laughs> Aren't you supposed to be on the moon right now? One of the most watched television events of the century, if not the most. And they're just like, I'm pretty sure Buzz Aldrin is drinking a martini playing craps. Brother, if you knew how drunk I was right now, you'd think I was on the moon. <laughs> The as- this, he later changed his theory to this. The astronauts were launched with the Saturn V. Then, in order to account for their disappearance, they simply orbited the Earth for eight days. And in the interim, they showed these fake pictures of the astronauts on the moon. But on the eighth day, the command console separated from the vehicle and descended to Earth as, of course, was shown in the films. So hmm. now he's saying they went to space but they just stayed in orbit, never actually went to the moon. No, no, and then uh, came discount back. the fact that the Soviets had radar technology that could have shown if there was something orbiting their fucking atmosphere and would have loved to have disproven us and made us t- out to be phonies for the whole world and humiliated us. But it did orbit for the whole time because remember they left one guy in there in orbit. So it would have been orbiting. Oh, they orbited the moon, not the Earth. Right. Okay. Well, I mean, I think that's what they're. Yeah, they just they just said it. No, went. it said simply orbited the Earth for eight days. Oh yeah, you could have detected that. Yeah, everybody would have loved to have that scoop. Yeah, we would have figured that out. Yeah, come on, Bill Casing. Come Jeez. on, dude. I fucking debunked your shit right now. You didn't deserve to get rich off that book. <laughs> dude, has anyone ever been drunk in space? Because they they make people in space do all. They're just like, oh, I don't know, exercise. Let's see what it does to your bones. Like they 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 have like that was the, what the space station was for. It's like, ah, let's see what happens if you, yeah. if you you know just chew bubble gum really hard. Has anyone ever gotten like? trashed in space i'm sure they have like to test the you know i wonder it'd be interesting to see i like when they take viruses up to space and just kind of like let them out and go what's gonna happen i know yeah that's and it could one. go so bad oh but, for sure yeah but, you're in a tube who knows yeah the uh have you ever seen a documentary called evacuating earth no if i don't know if it's still on netflix but if you can find it watch it it's about what we would do to prepare and evacuate if we knew like a, if we if a neutron star was coming towards earth we would have about 70 to 75 years Ooh, notice yeah before it hit and destroyed the planet fuck so we would have that window you of thought it was hard to get misfits tickets rocket tickets yeah that, Shit. that the the rocket they end up building or the the ship they end up building can hold two hundred and fifty thousand people you want well, what I think you want to build is a generation ship. Yeah, it's a generation ship. Yeah, which is something that Asimov wrote about. I think in yeah. his novel Far Centaurus, where and, uh, they get to Alpha Centauri and then you know they just like realize all their loved ones are dead and shit. But you can like grow food in there and have like some kind of yeah. like, limited society. And they it's like a Chinese really, one policy, you know, one kid deal. It's it's really interesting. They go through all the things that would be required to set up that ship. Yeah. and what it would be like on the ship. And my favorite part, though, it's this great documentary, but then it gets to the part where the Earth is being destroyed, and the only people watching are these two young boys who are just playing soccer in the street on their generation ship, and then they just happen to look out the window, and Earth is fucking going up in flames, and no one else gives a shit. Oh, really? It's just these two kids who are like, oh. Not our problem. Oh, well, look, that's Earth. It's exploding i wonder do you bring any artifacts with you bring does the mona lisa make it on the generation ship like i wonder like yeah i think they did like include that like you have to figure out like what historical stuff you're gonna 
bring because you like, can get most you can get most shit like copy. You, you just bring a couple external hard drives. Yeah, you know, with the, the with the Rosetta Stone and everything on it. What's crazy is for like the first I don't know twenty thirty years, it'd be kind of dope because there'd be so many jobs. Oh yeah, like if you were gonna die before it hits. It wouldn't be the worst time to be alive. Yeah, I mean, because there'd like, be so much work for everybody. Because you're all, I mean, wars would either go away or get significantly worse. Yeah, you know it, but it wouldn't be the worst time. I've always thought that humanity needed kind of a unifying crisis, like aliens or something, to sort of set yeah. aside our differences. I've always thought America needed one, like a Nazi getting elected president. But turns out that doesn't unite us. Oh yeah, but Adam, have you seen these cute worse. photoshops of this uh, squirrel that are trending right now? <laughs> That's all I look at. Again, the Twitter <laughs> moments every day. AIDS, airborne and contagious. Well, Demi Lovato has a new man. It's just so funny. The juxtaposition of these things placed next to each other with equal importance. Yeah, it's insane. So let's talk about some of the theories behind uh, pretty much the thing about the moon landing is almost all of this shit has been debunked in some way. Which, There's a great Mythbusters about it. Which makes me so hopeful because I'm telling you, I want the temples on the moon shit i want that to be real you want the futurama bug ranch <laughs> yeah you know? one of the claims the flag scene that they planted on the moon is fluttering and despite you know there's no there's no air there's no breeze in the moon's atmosphere so why is the flag fluttering according to nasa the flag had been stored in a thin tube and the rippled effect was caused by it being unfurled before being planted. Like, do these people not understand wrinkles? Like, look at my laundry. This is not <laughs> like, yeah, there's no airflow in my fucking basement. Like, it's. Yeah. In the book Apollo Expeditions to the Moon, Buzz Aldrin is quoted as saying, It took both of us to set it up, and it was nearly a public relations disaster. A small telescoping arm was attached to the flagpole to keep the flag extended and perpendicular. As hard as we tried, the telescope wouldn't fully extend. Thus, the flag, which should have been flat, had its own permanent wave. Hmm. So, fuck you, conspiracy theorists. Yeah. See that one? Yeah, again, stupid. Yeah. Uh, it's like, it was like, it wasn't, I don't think it was made out of like fabric. Yeah, I don't I think it was know. Like, like some weird mylar type shit. You would almost think it would have to be some sort of different fabric because I'm yeah. guessing we're not making. Our standard flags aren't in a sea in a spacefaring condition. <laughs> like I doubt you could just drape yourself in a. This is Adam's doctor. Like Mr. Brown, we'd love to have you on this generation ship, but you're not in a spacefaring condition. <laughs> we can't. Oh, that documentary. Also, the reason I I brought that up is we kind of don't know what the first baby born in space would be like. Oh yeah, because that's a whole different like gravity plays a big part in well, you'd our have reduction it, and like, everything. You'd want to have it like rotating to create like an artificial gravity, I think is the idea. Oh yeah, they would they would have like a, a centrifuge. There's a, there deal. would be a centrifuge basically spinning at all times. Yeah, to create some create an artificial gravity, it would also create energy. Like you see that in oh interesting. Well yeah, you see that and then uh in fucking 2001 where uh, uh David Bellman is jogging around the centrifuge, you know. Right. And that's a cool ass fucking scene. Yeah. He's gonna he's gonna come up in a second, but yeah, you see, you need to like solar power it. There's a kind of drive that's not it's not like a, a rocket drive. I think it's like an electron drive that they can kind of do. That's very it's not very fast, but they we just kind of like oh, let's just start moving towards something, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, do you stay in the solar system because you need the energy from the sun? 
Yeah, I don't know. It's yeah, that's part of the like the whole generation ship thing is you have to at least for part of it be somewhat close to the sun. Yeah. Because I mean, you're not going to like part of finding a planet that we could live in depends on it being close enough to the sun. That'd be a fun the Goldilocks right. zone because it would have that. to. Yeah, yeah. Because you'd have to. It'd be like illegal to fuck. Probably you'd only have you'd only you'd have to have a kid at a. Very, you'd have to be very careful about when you're having kids. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Like a life on a generation ship sitcom. It's probably out there. Probably. If not, is there like a, a colonizing a new planet sitcom? Because I'm a, I'm all, my mind is always blown by these people who are like I want to get to I want to colonize Mars. I want to be one of the first ones there. And it's like why? So fucking a fleet of intergalactic trumps can show up 15 years later like this is ours now we set up a casino on mars yeah you're like we're native martians and they're like fuck you space indians get the fuck out of here space this indians. is america oh they, they, they thought they're gonna sail around the universe and discover some other country so they're just gonna <laughs> ah you guys are glip corps we've we yeah. you know i yeah i want people to do that i don't want to do it i want that to happen i don't want to be oh, one yeah. of the guys you know yeah they got fuck that. I'm going to be a farmer. No, 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 no. Call me when you need comics. Yeah, imagine how long it's going to take to get a podcast to Mars. It's got to like fly through the data. Your think about your AT and T bill on Mars would be astronomical. Well, we just record them at a lower bit rate, probably. Oh, okay, like twenty four, twenty five. Yeah, they like get that. AM radio quality. Yeah, something sounds like a phone call in the forties. Yeah, good times. At LBJ saying the N word while he orders <laughs> pants. Uh, another claim, solar radiation would have killed the astronauts. The Earth has two main Van Allen belts, which trap dangerous solar radiation, thus protecting our atmosphere from destruction. In order to reach the moon, the astronauts must pass through these belts. Conspiracy theorists claim that the sheer levels of radiation would have been lethal. I forget what Van Allen belts are. That's one of these things I used to know about. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, it sounds like it's just a, a layer of radiation that keeps our atmosphere safe from the shit that's going on in space. Uh, but the the astronauts only spent short amounts of time passing through the belts, which minimized their exposure. Onboard radiation dosimeters registered radiation levels similar to getting two CT scans of your head. Dosimeter sounds like a word you'd make up when you don't know the actual word. Yeah, that doesn't yeah, well, sound they, legitimate. Well, yeah, if I'd be getting into a fight with you about something I know nothing about, well, yeah, Adam, if you check the fucking dosimeter, <laughs> you'll see it's not actually an issue. D- d- I didn't bring my dosimeter. Do you have yours? <laughs> We're both lying. Uh, leaving a footprint requires moisture in the soil, say some conspiracy theorists. <laughs> The explanation there, according to astronomer for astronomer Phil, astronomer for <laughs> astronomer Phil, astronomer for God damn it. Let's call him Astro Phil. According to astronomer Phil Plate, lunar dust is, quote, like a finely ground powder. When you look at it under a microscope, it almost looks like volcanic ash. That's the only reason we went up there. Nixon got addicted to snorting <laughs> moon dust. That would be pretty great. I think there's a, a Simpsons gag where Krusty the Clown is broke because he's been freebasing moon rocks. <laughs> I saw a moon rock at the LBJ Museum. It was kind of cool. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I, I wanted to touch it, but I'm like, yeah, someone would just sharpie a dick on the moon rock, and that's a bad look. Yeah, yeah. I would. It's crazy how much moon rocks are worth. I mean, I guess it's not crazy. Like, how are you going to get one? The original Bitcoin. Going to the, <laughs> without going to the fucking moon. Yeah. Yeah, there was that story not too long ago about a woman that the woman like found some moon rocks or something. What? And ended up, sell- but there was like this big legal back and forth, I think, 
about whether they were going to be able to sell them, but they did end up selling them for like millions of dollars. I think that shit is called Regolith. Regolith? I think so. Is I what think a that's also what the name, the name of a Pokemon is. Let's look that up. Moonrock. Boom. Boom. Oh, that's the dust. That's the name of it. Oh, that's the dust. Dude, the best college class I ever took was Geology of the Solar System. That shit was so interesting. Oh, really? Yeah, during my brief community college career. Oh, yeah, I didn't go to college more than a couple semesters. Yeah, but I, for, for, there was like six months where I could tell you a bunch of shit about Jupiter, dude. <laughs> I knew it all, man. Yeah, I don't know much about space. I need to... like. I, paid... I used to be a big space guy, but I just lost it. Really? I know a vague amount. I just When I was in school, I paid attention like enough to get good grades, but yeah. I didn't retain shit. Like, I don't know a lot about... Like I've learned more doing these podcasts. I oh, think, for sure. I just resented I being school. institutionalized. Like I just wanted to, yeah. get to the point where they said it was fine and I didn't have to worry about it. Yeah, for me it was more. I just want to do this uh, in a way that requires the least amount of work possible, but also people don't yell at me for being lazy. Yeah, totally. Like, and it's like I was a smart kid. I was able to figure it out. And but because of that, like people are like, "Oh, you didn't read so and so in high school." I'm like. Probably, but I also don't fucking care. Yeah, like, I didn't. I, I was, you know, any uh, all my free time was devoted towards, you know, looking at crass lyrics. You know, yeah. <laughs> like, that was what I. So let's. Yeah, talk it's, about... it's it's all just dusty. You can compress with a boot. The next claim: there should be a blast crater on the lunar surface. According to NASA, no crater should be expected. Buzz Aldrin: there should be a blast crater in your fucking face, Kami. <laughs> The 10,000-pound thrust system was throttled very far down, and due to the lack of gravitational pull, good point, the exhaust gas expanded very quickly, so there was not enough pressure per square foot to cause a blast crater. Additionally, once you get under a thin layer of lunar dust, the surface is very compact, like solid rock, so it would be impossible for the descent engine to blast out a crater. NASA approximates that the Apollo 11 landing module eroded only four to six inches during the final descent and landing. It's like if you like landed in a like a like a sandbox full of talcum powder, you know. Yeah, pretty much. It just blows away. This one, uh, this is one that people. This next claim is one that people hold up as like the most obvious. Like, well, obviously they're faking it, mm-hmm. and that's why are there no stars in any of the photos. Man, the same reason there's no stars in Los Angeles. There's a lot of fucking lights. Yeah, the moon. Like, like that's why you can like, see it in the sky is it reflects the light of the sun. Yeah. And that's that is the NASA's explanation is the light from the sun hitting the surface of the moon was so bright that it washed out the light from the stars. And they didn't have Instagram filters at the time to right. where they could change the brightness settings. <laughs> and the astronauts also used fast exposure settings for their photographs, which limited incoming background light. And like people point to that as evidence of them faking it. If they faked it, I don't think they would overlook the stars. stars. Yeah, like that would be a thing where if there were stars, I feel like someone would be like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa! Why can we see all those stars? That yeah. makes no sense." Well, no matter what it is, someone would be like, "Well, how come? How come yeah. there's dudes up there? Huh? <laughs> what do you, how do you get dudes? Dudes are heavier than women. Why didn't you send women first? <laughs> That's kind of a sense. good, kind of a good point. <laughs> Probably would have cost seven million less dollars. There's that number. How much did like? There's like a there's a number where it's like it costs like sixteen thousand dollars per pound to send something into space. So oh, if you really? want to bring a ukulele, it costs like the taxpayers six thousand dollars or whatever it is. I was thought that was funny. That's pretty great. Uh, 
There's another claim that you can see studio lights in the background of some of the pictures, which, again... Like, why would they put that out? Why would they release that if they were faking it? Yeah. Like, it's a fucking... that. What this looks like is some J.J. Abrams shit, yeah. which means it's a lens flare. This is every... Every lens flare it's in every It's a property we're Abrams all familiar movie. with, the yeah. moon, and he's done. He's added lens flare. Yeah. It's, <laughs> and then now it's worth a lot of money. What a cool fucking picture, though. That is a cool picture. But I'm telling you, that, that VR headset, that's what you're fucking, when you look around in your room, that's what it looks like when you're watching a movie. They also have one that makes your perspective, like if you were- If you a, turn far enough around, you see Stanley Kubrick in a director's chair. No, no, no. <laughs> less stars. I said less. They have another one where your perspective is like you're a bug and you're watching the movie on an iPhone that has fallen into the grass. What? So there's like all these super tall mushrooms and shit around. It's trippy as That's so fuck. weird. I mean, it's one of these things where there's not that much like technology for it, so they have to have like enough built-in shit to like want yeah. to purchase. It's like the Wii. Like, okay, fuck, we got to make like a quick tennis thing because people haven't figured out this motion technology yet. Yeah. You know, and it all seems cool until you're halfway into a movie and you're like, this thing is fucking heavy on my head. I can't get up and walk. Yeah, I can't do anything. I I had for a while. I think my desktop background was I believe it was one of the Gemini capsules that like burnt alive. And it's the dudes walking into the Gemini capsule, like oh, across yeah. that big bridge in fucking Cape Canaveral or wherever. And it's just a creepy picture. Like, just knowing it. it's like it's like really well for it's like beautiful picture. And you're like, oh, shit, that's the last picture of these guys alive. Yeah. That's creepy as shit. I always shit. thought that'd be like a good album cover for like a techno guy. <laughs> yeah, it would. Uh, Companies should hire me. I got a lot of vague, like, good ideas for like marketing and stuff. Yeah, I mean, I think I could be like a consultant, like a brand consultant. We could. Like, I, I don't see why. Why? We why? Like, we, wait, we can get you that job. We could be like fixers. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Because I got a good eye for what people are going to make fun of on the internet, and people fuck that up so oftenly. Oh, yeah. So oftenly. <laughs> I'm a smart guy. Why don't they hire me? Well, it's just like every single brand should have one 16-year-old with a boner to be like, no, 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 You're the, what that new ad campaign is gay. And then if, oh, if, yeah, if, yeah, for sure. you should just know that that is gay. You know? And they're like, oh, thank you, Devin. Have some, have some bagel bites. <laughs> yeah, that would, be, that would be a good idea. I worked for a website, and they brought this social media guy in, and... That was bad because I also really, really know the internet and yeah. I've been like, especially websites. Like I've been writing for Cracked since 2007. Yeah. Like I've been doing it for 10 fucking years and they brought this guy in at another website I worked at as like a social media consultant and I had written this really solid article and like really funny captions and I'm on this Skype call with him and he pulls it up and goes, uh... Fucking too many words, too many words, picture of Emmanuel Lewis, I like that. Nope, you gotta trim it down. And I was like, fuck you, cunt. I am not doing shit you say, and I will quit this company if my boss makes me keep working with you. But I feel like in general that guy might have been helpful for other people. Yeah. You know what's funny <laughs> is that when you do that, I'm imagining the, the scene in the movie Ray where he's recorded What Did I Say? He's like, you cut that song, I'll cut you in half. <laughs> you cut those dick jokes, I'll cut you out of my life. Yeah, that's kind of what it was. Yeah. Uh, there's another claim that there's a moon landing photograph that shows a rock with a C engraved on it. So it's clearly a film prop mm -hmm. and a set designer really screwed up. Why would there be a C on a movie prop rock for one thing? But also NASA eventually released the original photo and there is no C. 
So it was a pube. Someone was jerking off yeah. in the dark room, which, again, if you work in a dark room, what else are you going to do? Yeah, you're going to jerk it in the dark room. And you're, it does kind of look like a pube or an eyelash. Maybe. Yeah, you're not developing just moon pictures. You got some like boudoir like nudes that someone was taking for their husband for a Christmas gift. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk about the best part about this theory to close out, which is the Stanley Kubrick theory. Yes. Which is basically, he also claims, Bill Kaysen claims in his book, that 2001, A Space Odyssey, was really a cover for the moon landing hoax. Which, this is one of the most famous parts of this theory, is yeah. that Stanley Kubrick is the one who faked the moon landing. It's like, okay, as a cover, we're going to make you and Arthur C. Clarke write the best science fiction story of all time, and then... Right. <sighs> Not far-fetched at all. No. He, uh, we need is... you to write a groundbreaking novel so we can kill one of the Beatles. Uh, you do that? Again, whenever you tie it to the... I'm like, it's such a good work of art. Or, like, you can't just, like... You can't make that in a laboratory. That's what yeah. everyone tries to do, where they're like, all right, we got this chick, and she's 17 years old, and look, if we molest her now yeah. and give her singing lessons, we can have a pop star in two years, you know? It's like, that shit never works out until you get Kesha or whatever. Or any of yeah. these, like, manufactured musicians or like but you can't do that with a movie you can't they try that every fucking day to do that with a movie where it's like all right we're just gonna get the, the guys that wrote these other things that made a million dollars we'll make a million more dollars it's like no no one wants to go see fucking jumanji right you know right. you can't it doesn't work like that you can't just make this shit for a, a bigger project or if you do it's gonna come out shitty right right and yeah the uh he this was this is from bill casing's book while 2001 was being filmed Kubrick and his crew consulted with nearly 70 industrial and aerospace corporations, universities, observatories, weather bureaus, laboratories, and other institutions to ensure that the film would be technically accurate. Well, I mean, that's that's debunked because when he made Clockwork Orange, he actually joined a gang and killed 45 old ladies <laughs> as research. So he was just a very diligent th filmmaker. But like with this, wouldn't some of those government agent like some wouldn't some of those agencies have been government agencies yeah so like why like space exploration was all on a federal level really there was no elon musk's or spacex prizes or anything or richard branson it was all them and it's like that research you could have done that research just for the moon landing also you i feel like you would need to know yeah. most of those things yeah uh this uh, had this been done without the cover of 2001, much suspicions would have been directed toward those making those inquiries. Not really. Like you might just be like, "What's space like?" Stanley Kubrick's weird. Yeah, if you told me Stanley K Kubrick d wanted to know everything about poisonous frogs, I wouldn't be like, "He's trying to make a toxin." That yeah, you know, what, it's just is he still alive? He's still alive, right? No, he's dead. he's been dead for a while. Oh, really? Yeah. Rest in peace, Stanley Kubrick. Because they, they finished that AI movie with Adam. Oh, that, yeah. And Spielberg and Haley Joel Osment. His version of The Shining was significantly better than Stephen King's. Uh, oh, I haven't seen it. Too scary. You haven't seen The Shining? I don't like, I don't like to be scared. Wow. You know, you know, I don't like to be scared because I'm like, okay, magic isn't real, but I'm still scared, and now I'm mad at myself for being <laughs> stupid enough to be scared by fake magic. Uh, Yeah, it's not. It's, the Shining's not really a... That kind of horror movie. It's yeah, I should a, watch it because I do just like about a dude who gets cabin fever really bad and kind of loses his mind. Yeah, and murders, tries to murder his family. But Sid the, Adam as he tries to backlog a whole month of podcast to <laughs> spend Christmas with his family. So others believe that NASA was so impressed with Kubrick's outer space scenes 
that they approached him after the release to assist with shooting a fake moon landing. In the document, have you seen the documentary Room Two Three? Oh, if you've never seen The Shining, then you've never seen Room Two Three Seven. No, I only watch documentaries about movies I haven't seen. <laughs> uh, it's a documentary about all of these different theories about what Stanley Kubrick's movie version of The Shining is actually about, uh-huh. and about the hidden messages in it. And one of the the people in that movie, Jay Widener, the filmmaker, claims that Kubrick scattered hidden messages in The Shining to hint at his involvement, including Danny's Apollo 11 sweater and the fact that he had changed the room number to 237 because, quote, 237,000 miles is the distance from the Earth to the moon, end quote. No, it's not. It's actually 238,855. Owned. I also don't buy people planting clues in shit. Yeah, I feel like once they get to planting clues, it's because... They know it's not true, and they just want to fuck with people. Yeah, it's like you, you only do that if you're Kevin Smith and you want to make a fun Mallrats reference in the Clerks movie. Like, I think right. that's like the de- as deep as it goes. I don't think anyone is ever like, oh, I'm trapped in a I'm trapped in a fortune cookie making factory. Like, I don't think that shit really goes on. Or like on the Tupac episode, we talked about the song Eminem produced, where he did the thing at the end to make it sound like Tupac was Same, shouting out Sam. Eminem and G Unit and all that when he was really. Yeah. Like, you can even hear that he's just putting, taking words Tupac said in different places and stitching them together. Yeah. And, yeah, this, it's, you know, kind of, I feel like if Stanley Kubrick was putting moon landing messages in The Shining, it was to fuck with people like this. Yeah. and But even then, if he'd picked any number, if it was room 118, they'd be like, that's the number of blah, 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 is the yeah. diggly yeah. dude. <laughs> you know, it's just... And they also point to the keychain that has uh, the words room NO237 and that you can only extract the words room and moon from those letters uh, maroon, moron, or no, not maroon. Oh, moron, definitely. Moron you can get. Fucking morons. Yeah, that's my theory. You're a moron. Yeah. More, M-O-O-R. How do you like that shit? (laughs) Yeah, what a stupid fucking. I don't like this. I'm glad. I'm just we... like, dude. There are other like whenever I see these, I'm like, this guy's just obsessed with Stanley Kubrick movies. It's like, there's fucking other movies, man. Like, yeah. you know, don't you don't have to just keep rewatching it until you go crazy and you're looking for moon landing nuggets. You know, right? right. Yeah, I, I I like this because this still gives me hope that my preferred moon landing theories are. The real ones, which is well, the Nazis are out there with their monsters moon and monsters and Nazis and moon rocks that turn into aliens that kill you. Have you seen Apollo nineteen? I haven't. No. Uh, well, you don't like being scared. God damn it! I'll be scared by it's space. It's a found footage movie about the uh, secret last manned mission to the moon. Ooh, interesting. And it's it's pretty fucking creepy. I saw it uh, when I was high on synthetic weed. Oh, South you're doing Dakota, Spice? And I almost had a panic attack. Wow, that shit is no joke. Yeah, they I make... smoked it for a long time. I wrote my first, when I got hired officially by Cracked, my first Dude, column. Dude, it's all coming together now. My first. <laughs> the conspiracy theories, everything. My first column was about smoking synthetic weed, and it was years before that shit really became oh, I, news. My neighbors were really on the cutting edge of like drugs and stuff, and I never really join them in any of these but they're talking about like nootropics like years before joe rogan yeah. these guys are like i want to get all 
just fucking jacked up on L-theanine or whatever. And I just, I, this, this is crazy exotic idea to me. And they, they were talking about spice because it's cannabinoids or, or cannabis is whatever it's in weed. And they just create these molecules that is like one little fucking particle different. So it operates right. in your brain in, in, in a fairly similar way, but in a much less stable research natural way and they get a bunch of that shit they just spray it on like oregano and then right. they, they, we it's buy it at the liquor store marshmallow leaf is oh what interesting they spray it on okay and yeah the, like it you could buy it all over the place in south dakota and i used to smoke that shit and take cough syrup and sometimes drink all at the same time wow and i am lucky to be alive dude yeah there's I a great advice moments doc about dudes that smoke spice in england and this dude is like at this like rehab facility and he's spazzing out because he hasn't had a, a spice stick in like an hour or some shit and he's just like wow uh, back when i used to be, and it is hilarious like treat tr- street trash english <laughs> i used to be on my bud and that was fine but i can't afford me bud so i'm on the spice and it's no good i'm tripping spice out. is more expensive is it really maybe yeah. in england it's cheaper yeah, it must maybe be it's just cheaper. like legal or whatever and i don't it must be getting cheaper here but if it like when i was buying it at gas stations it was like 25 dollars a gram oh wow which that's a lot for i mean that's high-end weed like now. bath sauce they find ways to make that shit legal where it's yeah. just slightly a one molly and then they crack down on that one and these molecules of this drug get more and more unstable until it's just like what the fuck are you putting yeah. in your body yeah it's insane so let's let's close out by watching a famous clip this is mostly people aren't going to be able to see it but go google it this is a clip of buzz aldrin just getting accosted like howdy buzz going uh, remember me what's your name bart bart Sibrel. bart Sibrel. Uh, give your name to my uh, oh, assistant bart. yeah i got one for you one for your lawyer to sue me yeah, i hope you do you. i'd love to go to court and show yeah. the window shot i know you'd like to get a lot of attention wouldn't you <laughs> well you're the one getting money for something you yeah. didn't do you're getting a lecture <laughs> for walking on the moon when you didn't well that's called being a thief that's called being a thief this guy's so bold. Get to heaven without repenting. He's a little torp. Did he say? Do you think you can get to heaven Why without repenting? The that you walked on the moon. Oh my God! What a bitch. That is bothering Buzz a little bit. Dude, Buzz looks odd. He's got a powder blue suit on. He's talking to a Canadian Mountie for some reason. <laughs> Why don't you swear in the Bible that you walked on the moon? I, it doesn't, sir. I don't I have nothing to do with this. But okay. You cannot solicit on this property. We just paid right now, to rent out the penthouse to shoot up there. So. Here it comes. All right. Well, then I go through my. Here comes the magic moment. Yeah. You got to keep shooting, man. Okay. Well, you can put it on your shoulder. Don't be shy. You really like it. You're the one who said you walked on the moon when you didn't. Calling the kettle black if I ever thought of it. Saying I misrepresented myself. away from me. You're a coward and a liar and a thief. Ooh, punch to the face. Nice. My feelings about this are much simpler than Richard Spencer getting punched. This is just a good thing. Yeah, this it's just quality entertainment there. You know, it doesn't have to symbolize anything. You know, it's just uh, it's just sometimes fun watching an old dude knock a fucking young person out. Well, dude, like, but when was Buzz Aldrin born? The fucking forties, probably. This guy was earlier than that. Yeah, yeah, and dude, they had that old guy fucking. I used to eat hardtack and grave, you know, d- d- gruel for dinner and strength <laughs> where they're just they just don't take any shit. Yeah. So yeah, that's the the moon landing was faked. That's 
that's kind of the conspiracy in a nutshell. There's not much to it. All of the <sighs> not really. And we left shit up there where it's like you can. Uh, there's like a radio thing where if you shoot like science beams at it, it says yeah, it's here. You know. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's like, still things you can up there. About it. And uh, yeah, so we'll soon we'll do another episode about all of the the conspiracies about what people claim happened when we got to the moon. Yeah, that'll be fun. Because I mean, one of those sides, someone's got to be wrong, or they can both be wrong. <laughs> Obviously, it could yeah. just be that we went up there and we're like, "Huh." No, I like this false okay. equivalency. Well, if it, if it was real, then there were octopuses with guns. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what do we have to plug before we get out of here? This is going up a week from Monday, so the 11th? Yeah. Ooh, uh, 12-11, never forget. <laughs> yeah, baby. Uh, doing a big Mean Boys tour next year. We got a Google Doc with, uh, uh, you know, you put your email uh, email down, what uh, city you live near, uh, as we can see what markets we want to set up live podcasts in. Uh, fill that out. It's over on the Twitter at Mean Boys Podcast. Uh, you can catch me headlining the Rec Room Comedy Club in Huntington Beach, December twelfth at eight o'clock. It's a great new club. I love that room. Uh, doing a full half hour set. So uh, come on, do that. That'll be fun. Also, I'm at uh, Ventura Harbor Comedy Club, December twenty second and twenty third. Come say hi. I will hang out with you. I will answer. I will. I, the, the people that saw me in Middle Minneapolis got the inside scoop on the Randall episode before the, the viewing public. Oh, did. nice. You might get some hot, hot underground podcast <laughs> goss. You come out goss yeah <laughs> uh come out to the darkest hour oh no that will have already happened come out to the next darkest hour this, build a time machine the second saturday in january come to our live podcast december 30th that should be a damn good time we're gonna be booking that soon so we'll have information on that i gotta do one of those someday <laughs> yeah we'll get you on one um and i think that's it connor say goodbye bye everybody goodbye everybody we love you